Hello, good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 16 of the Wulong Talks podcast. Uh, my name is Jason, as always, uh, and I'm joined by my two friends, my two cohorts, the two partners in crime for this show that are here every week. God bless them. Uh, first of all, we've got the Mank Geek up north. Alvin, say what's up. Good morrow. And we've got the rustling kid, rich kid, <laughs> in the house as well. Richard, say what's up. Hey, what's up, man? So, Rich, you survived your uh, interrogation last week. Uh, well done for doing that. Oh, yeah. And this week, we're going to turn the tables and it's going to go to Alvin. Uh, so, this week, we're going to grill the man geek and find out a little bit more about him. And hopefully, those of you who listen to us will find out a little bit more about him, too, uh, and about the kind of things that make him the geek that he is. But before we do all of that, um, what you guys been up to, man? Uh, Alvin, you been doing anything good this week? Uh, yeah, I had to go on that uh, Resident Evil demo, and uh, and yeah, fucking hell, yeah, <laughs> it was you know it was good. And then when I checked the timers to see how much how long I'd been playing it for, it was forty five minutes, and I couldn't believe it because all I'd done is got a key and tried to escape and then got killed. But, <laughs> yeah, no, it was fucking good, man. There's a bit when a mannequin fell down. Skin, it was that, and it's not even like I wasn't even VR in it, it was normal, but yeah. Also, I've downloaded um, what you call it for honor because the open beta starts like tonight, like around midnight. Um, but yeah, I'll play out, I played out over the weekend, but yeah, it should be good. Good, good, yeah, man. Resident Evil 7 is uh definitely crazy, as we said on last week's podcast. Myself and Richard got to check out the VR experience for that, and it really was amazing. So, um if you're still sitting on the fence about that game, I don't know why, but go and get it. It's really, really good. Uh, Rich, how about you, man? You been up to anything? Yeah, nothing much, really, to tell the truth. Um, I've been watching, a, well, my boy's been sick, so I've been looking after him. And it, and as he's come off that, he's turned sick again. So that's going to be two weeks, well, nearly two weeks that he's been ill. Um, I've watched a, watched a couple of films and, you know, just did my usual comic shopping. Um Nothing major, to tell the truth. Uh, played a little bit of Final Fantasy Fifteen, and I'm um, looking forward to Lego Batman this weekend. Yeah, yeah, here, here. I'm looking forward to that as well. Hopefully, I'll be able to catch that on the weekend. Lego Batman is out in the UK officially uh, tomorrow, so I imagine there'll be quite a few of you listening to this uh, to check it out. Um, I would highly recommend you go and do that as well. It, it looks awesome. Uh, and I'll be glad to see it as said. So hopefully, what I'll do is I'll have a review up on the blog. Uh, at some point over the weekend, uh, once I've actually seen the movie. So if those of you who want to get a review of the movie and to get a sense of what it's like, I'll, I'll make sure that's out there. Uh, but this week myself, I was actually able to catch a couple of movies as well. Um, I got to go and see a movie called Hidden Figures, uh, which is based on three black women who uh, were working for NASA during the early part of the American space race, um, during the early part of the 1960s. Uh, and the movie was really good. Um, it surprised me a lot in the sense that it was uh, very funny, uh, despite the, the subject matter. Um, it uses humor really, really well. Uh, the three main performers are all brilliant in there, Taraji P. Henson and Octavia Spencer and Janelle Monet was really good as well. Um, I've not really seen her act before. I know her for her music, um, but she does a fantastic job with the character. Um, and the movie was just, as said, was surprisingly entertaining, really, for a, a, a movie that was essentially about, you know, three things that can be quite difficult to sell in a movie, racism, um, engineering and mathematics. 
Um, but it actually does a really good job of, of, of selling all three of those things. And you'll actually care about that kind of stuff when you come out of it. So, yeah, really good movie. Um, I also saw The Neon Demon, um, which was really confusing. Um, but it's visually, it's amazing. Um, there's a lot of big ideas going on in that film. But I'm still trying to work them out myself. So <laughs> I'll, I'll feed back to you guys at, at some point via the blog. Um, to let you know what I thought of it. But yeah, I'm still trying to figure it all out in my head. There's a lot of things going on in the Neon Demon. Um, but definitely, if, you, if you're into something like a little bit different and something that will make you think, then, then give it a try. Uh, and the last film I saw was Rings. Um, and I would categorically <laughs> say that you avoid it at all costs, especially if you're a fan of the original um, Ringu series from Japan. It's terrible. It really doesn't live up to um, the legacy of those films at all. Uh, it changes some of the character backgrounds and it basically retcons the second American remake. So pretty much most of the second remake is, is irrelevant, which is great. <laughs> um, and it just, yeah, it, it just is clueless. It has one of the worst opening scare sequences I've ever seen because they tried to set it on an aeroplane. Sorry if I'm spoiling this, by the way, but you know what? I'm not spoiling it because you're not going to go see it. <laughs> so that's okay. But it's set on an aeroplane and it it just, even for a horror film, it defies logic as to how they could do this on an aeroplane. Um, and it just kind of goes downhill from there, really. So yeah, don't waste your time watching uh, Rings if, if you ever considering doing that. Right. Okay. Let's get started. I mean, we had um, a pretty big sporting event in America uh, this past weekend called the Super Bowl. Now, um, us three being Brits means that we basically don't really give a damn what happened in the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, we're more interested in what traditionally is a time of year where you get your sneak peeks and extra looks at some of the big movies that will be coming out in the summer and, and later on in the year. Uh, so, as expected, we've got quite a few trailers, so we'll uh, run through those quickly and give you uh, our thoughts on those. Um, so first up was Guardians of the Galaxy, which uh, gave us another teaser trailer, gave us some new footage as well, uh, gave us a closer look at, at Mantis, um, a closer look at Aisha as well, who's said to be one of the protagonists in the film, um, and also just gave us a, another flavor of, of what the movie's all about. Um, the question I have for both of you guys is, um, and I imagine your answers are going to be the same to this, but I'll ask it anyway. Is there any circumstances under which this movie could fail? Um, I'll start with you, Rich. Uh, do you see any possible way that this movie could end up not being very good? Um, I, can't, I can't see it happening. The only thing I could think of is basically, I don't, I've never known, I don't, if, as, far as, I know, as far as I know, James Gunn hasn't done a sequel to any of the other films that he's, that he's directed before. Hmm. That's, as far, that's as far as I know. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, obviously, you know, there's... there's, there's and I mean, and so I'm just going back to, like, the whole thing of, like, you know, when Joss Whedon was in Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, and everything just seemed peachy, on, you know, on the surface after the, you know, after the hit they had with the first Avengers. So I think that the only problem that, you know, that could actually be nonsense is that you know let's say if he's not used to directing a sequel and directing a sequel and he comes into loggerheads with like with marvel themselves you know as, as much as they're as they're you know to be like you know okay we're gonna do things you know to make everybody happy there have been instances where quite a few people have spoken out about how they can be difficult um you know concerning 
certain situations in, in, in filming. Um, yeah, from, from what I see of the trailer, it, it, it looks amazing, but that, that's a trailer. I'm, I'm super stoked, man. I think, I actually think this is my favorite franchise in the, in the, Marvel, in the cinematic Marvel universe, even more than Avengers. Mm. And even more than Avengers as it stands right now. Mm. More than Cap? Like cap, like cap, cap is cap is good, mm. but 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 you know what? Like civil, like you know how I feel about Civil War. I think Captain America: Civil War was a great film, but everything is a build up to that. That's what that's what I always say. So it's like, you know, it, it, you know, from from Iron Man one, everything true, from true. Iron Man one is built up to to Captain America: Civil War, which makes it good, but it's still it's still a you know you still have to go up to you have to still have to build up to it. With Guardians of the Galaxy for a first film this ragtag bunch together you, you really can't fault it and i mean anybody who feels any differently i'm not saying that i'm right and you're wrong but i mean t- take a look at suicide squad <laughs> like, it is is the same thing like guardians of the galaxy is suicide is you know is how it should be done the suicide squad is you know the complete opposite suicide squad is bizarre world <laughs> if anybody gets that reference <laughs> like, <laughs> Mm, yeah very true very true um yeah i mean i suppose it's it's just a trailer so we we kind of you know you we've not seen the finished product but um alvin i mean in terms of like the the track mm. record of the previous film um it's pretty hard for them to kind of they'd had to go some way to mess this up right yeah definitely i mean to me the only way i can see it go wrong is if the the advertising was crap which so far it hasn't been you know what i mean we've seen the characters that we love from the first film we get to see more of the personalities. We get to see them interacting again. The interactions are funny. I'm sure there'll be some heartfelt moments in there as well, like in the first movie. But it, it looks and feels like Guardians of the Galaxy. And I think one of the benefits of this movie being a sequel is that set a few months after the uh, the first one. So that's why we've still got Baby Groot, because it's not, it's not too long after the first, which hopefully means that it won't have to tie into anything to do with the Infinity Stones or really anything to do later on with um, uh, Infinity War. Um, so, no, nah, I can't... Re- I mean, maybe it could fail in the script, but I I doubt it, man. I think because James, James Gunn loves these characters, like, a lot. So, I, I, I don't... I can't, I can't really see as to how I'd let it, let it mess up, unless there was too much interference with Marvel, which I'd assume there wouldn't be, because, like I said, it's set shortly after the first, so... I don't see it having those problems. Mm-hmm. Plus, James Gunn really seems to be like Marvel's guy. Ever since like Joss Whedon stepped down, he, he really seems to be their, mm. their kind of go-to guy for everything. Um, He's a spokesman, yeah. so to speak. Even, you know? fact, a mm. spokesman almost. So um, clearly they, they trust him a lot. Um, well, him and the Russo brothers, I mean, they, they seem to mm. the Russos in, in high regard yeah. as well. But um yeah, James Gunn is is really really trusted. So like, it's hard to envisage a, a scenario where, um, you know, the studio are interfering with with what he's doing on set and things like that. It, it just seems difficult to to comprehend. So yeah, it can't. It looks like another winner for Marvel Studios with that one. All right, well let's move on. Um, we also got an extended trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Um, this film is intended to kind of, I guess, restart that that franchise. Um, I'm, from what I could read up online, it it, it didn't really seem like a reboot as such. It, it maybe a soft reboot, I guess, is the best way to describe it. In that it, they're obviously looking to kickstart things again and 
and adding some new characters in there. But uh, my question to you both, and I'll start with you, Richard, is a simple one. Does anybody still care about Pirates of the Caribbean? See, you asked me that question, and I'll tell you this. Does anybody, does anybody still remember Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you need to ask. Like, that's, that's, you're right, that's probably a better question. <laughs> yeah. But sorry, go on. There's like a ge- I'm sure there's like a generation of people that like them now. Like, especially, especially after like, what, how many parts are there? The fourth, yeah, the, especially after the fourth and the third part. Come on, like, that, that was a part of nonsense. The third part, which was, you know, the end to the trilogy was like, I can't even define words to describe that. And the second part was so, so going back quite a few years. So does, does anybody even remember it? That, that's the thing. I mean, I remember reading that they were making this new one. And then when I saw the trailer, like, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I remember reading about that, you know. You know what Pirates of the Caribbean 5 is? It's almost like that, that last, last thing at the end of the shopping list that you always forget. And then, and then, it, then it pops up when you get home and it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't really fucking need it. I, no, like, I don't need tomatoes. I use, some, I use something else. I use, a, I use a cucumber. It's not the same, but I can fucking get away with it somehow. I'll make it work. And that's how I think, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean is. I, I don't think anybody really gives a shit. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing, though. It, it could, looking it up online, it's actually still very financially successful. Um, the, the whole franchise is. It, it does make money, which I guess is why Disney keep doing them. Um, so clearly there are people out there who are really passionate about this this franchise, but it just like talking to the average kind of cinema goer, so somebody who's not necessarily that involved in, in kind of um, fandoms and franchises and things like that. Like a quick straw poll that I did this week, most people were like, Pirates what? <laughs> and Pirates who? And there's another one? You know, like they, they just all seem to be baffled. Um, Alvin, I, I guess you're not going to contradict any of that and tell us that everybody out there is dying to see Pirates of the Caribbean 5, are you? Yeah, of course people are dying. No, of course not. Um, <laughs> I I find it difficult to care. You know what I mean? It's like I've seen, I think I've seen three of them. I didn't go and see the fourth. But I, I just like, pfft, I just like, it doesn't mean anything to me. It's like, yeah, the effects look good and that. Yeah, it's Johnny Depp being funny. But I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not attached to it in, in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? Yeah, props to the first one for like, everything out there that people can enjoy but but yeah i think they've gotten worse over time and that's why like people really didn't like like the later ones and that so i don't know as to why you'd um why you'd want to keep beating that horse man that dead horse yeah it's definitely diminishing returns uh, in mm. terms of quality it's just it's not exactly got better and better as the franchise has gone on um in fact you could probably argue it's got worse as the franchise has gone on so mm. Um, we'll see, but I mean, they've brought in some new people for this one, as said. Um, Javier Bardem is, is one of the villains in, in this one, um, and he's usually very watchable in everything he's in. Um, it looks like the special effects look like they're going to be pretty good. Um, so, you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll they'll catch a spark with, with um, an audience out there, but yeah, I don't see it happening. Sorry, Rich, you, you want to come in? Yeah, no, I was going to say, it just looks dodgy. It's, it just looks like it's still they're still trying to use it to, you know, to, you know, to keep Johnny Depp afloat. Because hmm. he, he was like, you know, like he, he was at one point like the hottest guy when he made this. And, you know, and then Pirates is a Disney film. He, he's part of the Alice franchise. 
part of this. So I reckon his. It wouldn't surprise me if like his agent has got. He's got some form of special contract with Disney, where they, you know they're trying to help each other out and keep each other afloat, and you know try and create another franchise that you know all these other studios are, are trying to do as well. Hmm. Surprise, yeah, just what it surprised me. What's name was in the last one? Um, Penelope Cruz. Yeah, and Charlie. That's, that's Javier Bardem's like wife. But what just about Javier Bardem's in this one, and they're, and they're married, aren't they? They've got married and got a kid, no? Uh, yeah, they have. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they have. Yeah. So yeah, so so you know, you know what I mean. So like, it, it just look everything just looks a bit like, hey, you know, you know, we we make we make jokes about those those guys in 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 the office snorting coke or the hookers, and they're just looking through shit. Hey, what should we do? Who owes us a favor? Yeah, have you bet them? Like Penelope Cruz, she owes us a favor. Like, just to get a husband. You know, who who can we still like try and flog some money off before they they just kill over and die? Yeah, fucking Johnny Depp. Let's see if we can grab some more money out of him. Like, like, like I've been said, they're still trying to flog a dead horse and trying to get as much money out of it as possible before you know before it starts going straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that would be terrible. Yeah. And, uh, and in fact, you know what? The one scene I want to see in this pirates film is basically Johnny Depp, like you know, just talking his pirate shit, and that Somali pirate coming. <laughs> from Captain Phillips <laughs> and showing what a real fucking pirate is. Look, look at me. This is like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> Not smiling, but... <laughs> uh, right before he puts one bullet in his brain, one to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, Pirates of the Caribbean, there you go, folks. We're not uh, that high up on it, as you could probably tell. But um, that will be out this summer anyway. Uh, what do we have next? We have John Wick Chapter 2, man, which looks amazing. Amazing. Now, John Wick Number 1 was a film that that really flew under the radar. It yeah, boy. Very mm. unexpected uh, kind of hit. Um, I remember when I first watched it and I was just like, wow, I've never seen an action movie this well staged, um, you know, this well choreographed with characters that actually kind of are watchable that make sense and you know it, it just was really good and it was just great to see Keanu Reeves back in his kind of element really um you know playing somebody a man a few words but lots of action <laughs> and um you know he suits that kind of role perfectly uh so guys what did you make of the John Wick chapter 2 trailer were you uh extra excited for this one or did it change your mind in any way or or your just like nope full steam ahead um start with you alf yeah man so i'd seen the other trailers so so i'm in like i'm literally when this comes out i think next week in the uk isn't it um like yeah i'm just, I'm just gonna be there because i fucking love the first one which i actually still need to buy on uh on blu-ray but yeah man that first one came out of nowhere and then when i saw it i was like holy shit how did i not see this at the cinema so yeah i'm, I'm down anyway regardless and i've heard good things so there's some early reviews out there saying that it's pretty fucking solid so i'm i'm excited to see it and i just hope there's a a bit more world building but i hope it doesn't get too kind of like above itself and turn into something lazy which from what i've heard it doesn't do so i'm fucking definitely down for that one yeah man yeah for sure for sure rich how about you man feeling the same yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. From from the minute when I saw the first one, and I said that, and before they'd even confirmed that they were making a sequel or trying to make a trilogy, but just mentioned that they were in the process of writing the script, I was super excited. And this trailer is just like, I'm super stoked, man. I'm about, this, today, today I've been watching the trailers and just watching interviews with Keanu Reeves and Chad 
um, the guy, I can't pronounce his name, Chats the, the guy who directed Chats it. And it was also, yeah. Yeah. Been watching interviews of those guys as well. And, um, I, I'm, yeah, I just love it. Like, um, you know what it is? I, I would, I, I would even go as far as to say is that the first John Wick is this generation's transporter. Whereas, like, I remember, like, <laughs> yeah, the, the transporter Kate was another film that came in under the radar, and the martial arts and that and the action scenes that were, were were pretty fucking were pretty fucking epic, especially when compared to like you know a bigger budget film that came out that year or the year before, which was I think was Triple X, which has just got come oh out. Um, so yeah, so I, I I'm I'm super I'm super excited about this man. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. In action, why it seems to be okay. Well, one that, you know, I mentioned that I watched a couple of films last week or the past couple of weeks, and then um, Jason Bourne was one of them. Really, really genuinely disappointed. It's like I was just like, this is just part of nonsense. So you know, it, it's good to see some nice balls to the wall action from the West, and um, and, and Keanu is just just killing it right now, and and he's fifty two, and he's macking it like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. John Wick Chapter 2 is one to mark in your calendars, folks. Trust me, that's that's going to be a big one. Uh, okay, so moving on, we got a teaser trailer for, well, one of the best TV shows of, of the last year, um, Stranger Things. Um, the teaser was only about like 30 seconds long, I think it was, but it was 30 seconds of just pure brilliance from the way it started with the Ego um, references at the beginning to... Um, just the quick snippets we got of 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 the season, and we just got a real flavour of what like this season is going to be about. And that last shot with the thing in the red clouds and stuff, I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in." This <laughs> was all I needed. I'm, you you sold me. I'm good. Um, so, Alvin, what did you think about it, man? Well, I wasn't even expecting like a Stranger Things trailer, but yeah, as soon as I saw that that was online. Yo, man, I gave it a watch and like straight away, it just like, I need to watch the first one again. You know what I mean? And just like get back into it and that. But no, I think it's so far, it looks just as good. Obviously, there's shit going on that we don't know about yet and all that kind of business. And like you said, that thing, apparently I've heard online now that thing that's with all the tentacles and that is uh, called a Thessal Hydra, I think. Apparently, it's something from D&D. I don't play D&D, so I don't know. But that one shot with Will and the door opening, like, that straight away just went closing cards of the third kind. Like it's, it's you can you can feel the kind of Spielbergian influence, especially like when they're riding the bikes and all that. It just reminds me of all those shots from ET, where they're just like burning about on the bikes, like legging it from the FBI and that. But yeah, man, no, I'm in. Like I love the, I love I love the show. I love the theme tune. Fucking that melded with this trailer. Fucking perfect. And seeing them dressed as Ghostbusters. Hmm. Yeah, that was a very nice touch. Wonderful. Very, very nice touch. Yeah, I really did enjoy that. Um, Rich, I know you was high up on this show as well, man. So um, yeah, yeah, man. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, basically everything that, that Alvin said um, and what you said as well. But like, you know, you know when you mentioned them wearing the Ghostbusters outfits, the the thing that the thing that I love is that it's one of those things where it, it's almost like a mirror mirrorverse, right? So you look at when this show was set, and this is the type of show that we would have watched at our age. But there wouldn't have any, there wouldn't have been any form of like Ghostbusters reference because it would have been something new. We would have imagined ourselves being these kids riding these bikes. So now, as as adults, we're looking back and like, shit, this is the kind of thing that I would have done when I was a kid at that point, and this is probably what I would have worn. So I just, I just, I, I was watching that bit when they were riding the bikes, just thinking to myself like, 
I don't think I'd even go to the to the past and try and get like lottery numbers and shit. I think I'll just go and try and participate in some fucking strange kid adventure where I get to wear Ghostbusters fucking uniform hit and ride around on a BMX bike, even though I might not be able to ride a bike. Like I would be happy. Show has just got me. Is I'm so excited for it. Like it's just, like I said, you know, it's the perfect blend of and that nostalgic 80s feeling which i think is something which has been missing for a long time is, is that perfect blend and, and this trailer that 30 second trailer alone just nailed it yeah um, yeah i can't wait halloween is, is too far away though that's what i'm gonna say mm. oh and it's coming out in halloween that was a bit of a tease that that, that was just a tip i'm not, I'm not happy with that so <laughs> well yeah i mean halloween can't come fast enough man it really can't come fast enough but yeah, as you guys have said, I'd just echo everything and, and say, listen, people, those of you who are listening to this, if you haven't watched Stranger Things season one, go and watch it now. It's out on Netflix. It's wicked, especially if you are a fan of um, sort of late 80s, early 90s sci-fi horror. Um, if you love that kind of nostalgic uh, type of filmmaking and, and for all the things Richard said about um, childhood and kids and adventure man you're gonna love this show um and this teaser trailer looks like more the same so yep sign me up i'm there day one i'm good i'm ready to go all right man well uh let me before we could move on to the next segment let me just quickly run through some of the other trailers here we'll do some quick hits you can you guys can just give your quick thoughts on this we really don't need to devote much time to these trailers to be honest uh because i just don't think it's worth it frankly um we got firstly some extra footage from Logan and we got our first look at Caliban. Um, initial thoughts on that, Rich? I've already told you, man. I'm not a fan of the X-Men Fox universe. So <laughs> as much as as, as much as as much as it's okay. Caliban's played by who? The the, 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 the guy who's like nearly uh, seven foot and he's your yeah. racist friend, right? <laughs> the guy is <laughs> yes, he's almost seven foot. He's he's almost as tall as a Wookiee, brother. I swear <laughs> down. Like, Google it. <laughs> you know, he's from like the the West Country or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but you you and uh, he's almost seven foot. Like that's his one distinguishing feature. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's almost seven foot. He's almost seven foot. And he wears glasses. He's got googly eyes. He's like, uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but he's a I funny guy. Seven, but he's funny. He could kiss the clouds, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, but he's but he's funny. I give him that. Like he's he's a good writer. I mean, I've only seen him in snippets when he's done some form of acting, but it's always been comedy. Him playing Caliban, I don't, I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. Like anybody who knows the character of Caliban knows that he started off, you know, as weedy and almost almost basically like the character Caliban from from Shakespeare's The Tempest. He almost come, that's how he starts off. This gets in his hand to him and, and turns him into this like this this beast. But um I, I'm still not even sold on on the Logan film. I mean I like the direction that it's going, but everything else in, in the in this for the Logan for the Wolverine films and the X Men universe is it's not doing anything for me. So Right. Having this look at Caliban, it's just selling me a dream. I'm scared that I'm gonna, you know, invest in the character of Caliban and, and come away, away, come away with another Silver Samurai. Oh God! From the last film. That. Look, that's 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 a good enough place for you to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alvin, any thoughts? Yeah, it looks alright. I mean, I'm gonna go see Logan. Hopefully, it'd be fucking super violent and that, and hopefully it'll have a satisfying ending and whatnot. And on the subject of uh, Caliban, wasn't that, I believe, as far as I can remember, that character was in um, 
Apocalypse as well, X-Men Apocalypse. But for some reason, they've recast a character and it's now Stephen Merchant. I don't know. They always do that sometimes. Like, Bolivar Trask was in uh, X3, uh, played by Mac from Predator. Yeah, he was, wasn't mm. he? Yeah. But, but then, obviously, they recast in uh, Days of Future Past for mm. Dinklage. So, like, I don't, I don't know why they do that. But, but yeah, that's an uh, interesting or non-interesting X-Men fact. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to see. Yeah, I'm going to see it. Hopefully, it'll be good. If it's not, I ca- it can't be any worse than X Men Origins Wolverine. And you know, just as long as it doesn't have a sam- Silver Samurai type ending like the last one did, then I- I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, amen to that. I agree. All right. Uh, oh God, I've just looked at my list and I've seen the name Transformers come up. And you know, I don't want to talk about Transformers, guys. So let's keep this brief, yeah? Um, We got some more footage from the Super Bowl trailer. Uh, From what I could tell, it looks like they're kind of going in the direction of bringing in Unicron, um, possibly Primus as well. Uh, I think that might be the voice that's speaking to Optimus Prime, is is Primus, the, the female voice that you hear in the trailer. Uh, aside from that, it's more of the same. I read online somewhere someone said that every explosion in a Michael Bay movie looks like it, it it's, it's happened in a fireworks factory. <laughs> and it literally feels like that because of the, the way the explosions are so exaggerated, but then everything's exaggerated in his bloody films. But anyway, um, <laughs> Alvin, um, Transformers, yay? No? Well, it's been 10 years since the first one literally and nothing nothing has changed about those movies one bit like i said like i said previously i'm sure i quite like the first one but then after that it's just like it's just kind of pointless to me like the rest of them and i don't know i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not paying to see it i'm not going to see it in the cinema i'm sure the action will be quite interesting i'm sure i'm sure the cgi will be good but it's going to be about three hours long there's going to be a 45 minute like battle at the end Optimus Prime probably won't even be in that battle that much anyway because he costs too much money to freaking animate and CGI. And then uh, whatever, the end is something old on Earth that is causing a problem. And then Decepticons and then Massive Fight and then the end. And then they'll do the same thing with the sixth one. So I'm not going to go and see it. Amen. Rich, (laughs) you got the last word on this, man. Listen, you know how I feel. I've only, like, you know, I've only seen one of the Transformers. In fact, tell a lie, I haven't seen any of the Transformers films in the cinema. And you know, like I, I stuck to my instincts, and, I, and you know, and and they paid off. Um, did I even finish watching the trailer? I don't think so. I think I'm only getting brief snippets. You know, like you know, like when you, you know when you go drinking and you, don't, and you and you do some stupid shit, and flashbacks happen throughout the next day. That's what I get when I when I think of like the Transformer trailer. And, and I think the worst part of, of what I remember is still seeing Mark Wahlberg attached to his, attached to his franchise. Oh, my like, God. <laughs> Mark, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. Mark Wahlberg's character. What's his name? Is his name Caleb? K. Diego. K. Diego. <laughs> and he's a scientist. So, so basically, yeah, K. Yeah, Diego. So he's got, he's got an action name, but he's a scientist. <laughs> but he's Mark Wahlberg. So let's put glasses in him so he looks intelligent. That, listen. Like, he was glasses <laughs> for about five oh, seconds, what? but... And he did that thing where he put them on. They, you know, when people you, put glasses on them, take them off, and maybe wipe them with your t-shirt, and then put them back on. So be like, hmm, yeah, that, no, fuck off. <laughs> like you're, you're Marky Mark, yeah. <laughs> like, go dance and go do some Boston stuff. Like I, I, I can't I actually can't stand the franchise. Yeah, it's a fucking mess. I, I can't, and, I, and I'm happy. I pride myself. If next time I update my CV, 
when it comes to like um you know the, like things that I can do well, it will be not going to see a Transformers film in the cinema. <laughs> Furthermore, yeah. I know when I dream to fuck it, fuck Transformers. That's it. That's the first. That's the only time. First only time I'm going to swear tonight. I generally cannot stand that franchise. <laughs> well, it's not the first time you've sworn tonight, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on from Transformers, man, because the, the mere mention of it just gets me down. So. Um, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, saw the Super Bowl trailer for that. Actually looks really stylish. Um, even if you put aside all the controversy around it, I was actually quite impressed with how good it looks visually um, and how closely they've stuck to the aesthetic from the original film. Um, has it changed my mind about it? I, I don't know, but it, it's still, you know, I had to admit it, it looked good. Um, did you find it look good, Rich? Did you think it was um, anything that would kind of entice you to go and see the movie? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I, I, I think I will still go and see it in the cinema. Mm. Uh, but I've been saying the same thing from the first trailer. It, it looks pretty. It looks like it's getting the job done. Like I can't knock it. But I forgot his name. Let's just call it, hey, in fact, let's not, you can tell me his name after, but I'll tell you what, I do remember him before, one of the things, that he got caught having an affair with Kristen Stewart on the, on the set of that, that Snow White film. So, yeah, that's what I remember him for. But I saw that film in the cinema, and that looked pretty as well, but the film was, the film was you know... Yeah, so, like, so, yeah, so... Nothing has changed my mind about how I feel about the film from the, from the teasers. Um... So I've actually kind of prepared myself to have a, almost like a, a Zack Snyder type of feeling towards this film, where it's going to be like fucking beautiful, but everything is just going to be like, just, yeah, okay. Like, you know, you can watch a film of like no volume mm. or just really loud music. Yeah, that, that, that's what I feel for it. The trailer didn't really us for me that we already don't know from, you know, you know, from watching The Ghost in the Shell in the first place anyway. That's the thing. So maybe people who haven't seen it might be a bit more excited, but you know, cool. that's it. Yep, fair enough. I can take that. Alf, uh, as a big fan of Ghost in the Shell, the original uh, manga in the series, um, did this teaser do anything for you? Uh, no, not not from what I already thought. I mean, I'm going to go and see it because I have to go and see it. Just you know, just so I can actually you know take it all in and, and see as to like what influenced it. But t- to me, still. There's bits of this film that I see and I go, the film's confused. That's why it appears to me anyway, because they're not the kind of, it's like they're heavily influenced from, from the film, but the film isn't kind of the whole of Ghost of the Shell. You know what I mean? Like the film borrowed like a story from the graphic novel and then kind of built upon that and did its own thing. Same thing with standalone complex. It did its own thing and it borrowed bits from the novel. Whereas this pushed the novel aside and focused on that first movie and then borrowed things from other Ghost in the Shell series, like Standalone Complex and Arise even, and have like mashed it all together. And I don't know if that's kind of the right thing to do. So that's what's always bothering me. I think it looks okay. I don't think it looks amazing. It could, it could be crap. I'm hoping it's not. I just, I just don't know. I have no idea. I, I can't put my finger on. I can't put my finger on it at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's still a lot of mystery surrounding... Um, the film as a whole, I guess. So it's it's we're just not going to know until we actually sit down and see it. We're not going to know what 
you know the message is about and and how much it's borrowed from the actual original movie and how much is borrowed uh, borrowed from the series and how much it's borrowed from from just other sources um so yeah it's it's one of those really that we're, we're just gonna have to wait and see um what it's like i guess uh, but yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go and see it as well. I, I think I will, be, simply because I, I love the original manga so much that um, anytime there's a chance that you know Hollywood is prepared to make a, a another one or, or to make a a big screen version of a of a manga that I love, then I've got to go and check it out, man. But yeah, I'll, I'll be going with um, not so much dampened expectations but i guess you you, you go with um you know not trying to get your hopes too high which is basically the same thing i just said but yeah <laughs> uh okay cool right let's move on man so away from the super bowl trailers the day after the super bowl i think it was we got our very first trailer for iron fist now yeah boy i'm not gonna say anything about it i'm like i'm good i enjoyed the trailer i'm in roll on march that's all i'm gonna say but i'm gonna let richard take over and show some love for this because i know how long you've been waiting for this so richard the stage is yours man take it away listen i've been waiting i've been waiting for this trailer i heard that he was gonna be part of the defenders roll up and i kid you not i've had many sleepless nights when I heard how there were going to be some form of problems about how they were trying to bring him to the screen. Because if I can remember, I remember, I think Iron Fist was going to, at some point, he wasn't going to be the last series that they were going to bring uh, or put out before they, before they brought the Defenders together. Yeah. I so I thought, I, he was I thought, supposed to be second, wasn't he? I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Second, second or third, well, one of them. And um, yeah. So like, I was, I was generally worried. Um, this, tra- this trailer is just, it's done it for me, man. I mean, it's it's the character from what we can see, the portrayal of the character of Danny Rand is slightly different, slightly a bit younger. No comic books, um, but everything just seems really nice. I, I like the fact that there's almost the, the same way how Cage had that um, you know throwback to like nineteen seventies black exploitation movies, but set in modern era. It feels that for the Iron Fist TV show, where it's going to be like a throwback to like seventies kung fu flicks. And I, and I like this. I mean, from what we've seen now, I like the slight little nod to. Um, so anybody who doesn't know who the Axe Gang are, they, they were like villains in a, a quite a few of like the Chinese kung fu flicks back in the day, and they were based off like um, were well, meant to be based off like real world like, like real world triads. So the um, I think the last time I saw the Axe Gang in any, they were uh, the villains in Kung Fu Hustle, right? Yeah, yeah, the Kung <laughs> Fu Hustle. Yeah, so like you know, all dressed in black, quite immaculately, immaculately dressed. Uh, and they and they use axes to fight. Um, but then, so I like that throwback to it, you know, to like those type of kung fu flicks. Uh, and then I also like the fact that they've kind of updated it. So you see a bit where they're having a, you know, having a fight in like a, a cage, so like, like an MMA cage or, or UFC cage. Well, yeah, MMA cage because UFC is a is a, a brand. Um, I'm 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 really really excited for it. The, some of the actions and the 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 showing of the the actual power of the Iron Fist has got me stoked. Um, so far, the only thing that has just got me, can this guy pull off playing Danny Rand? That's it. Anything mm. mm. else? I'm, I'm just, I'm looking to get my Iron Fist tattoo before March 17th. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one tiny, like, reservation I have is is um, Finn Jones. And, um, because the trailer doesn't really showcase too much um 
acting skills, so to speak. Uh, which, I mean, I guess you, mm. you wouldn't necessarily expect that anyway in a show about Iron Fist. Um, you know, it's about a guy who's uh, the martial arts master with um, the power of a, a dead dragon in his fist. So, like, you know, you don't necessarily expect too much. But I, I do get your um, your slight reservations there um, because the trailer doesn't really, as I said, show us very, very much about what he can do from a dramatic point of view. Um, so that might be the slight reservation that I have. But aside from that, everything else, I'm good. Um, Alvin, did you have any kind of expectations from this show in terms of things that you expect to see from a plot point of view? Or um, are you like totally new to the Iron Fist character and just going in with an open mind? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, obviously, I know Danny Rand is and whatnot. I've known for quite a while, but I've not had like any exposure to kind of like any specific kind of uh, Iron Fist stories or anything. Uh, the show looks pretty good. Um, yeah, no, yeah, the show looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing it. And like, I'll be interested to see as to kind of like what Easter eggs there are. And like, obviously, Rich can point out things that he remembers from the comics to me at some point and stuff like that, which would be quite interesting. But yeah, no, I'm pleased. Yeah. Cool. Wicked. Well, we're hoping um, Rich and myself were, were talking about possibly doing um, some content for the podcast and for the blog where we could maybe do like an episode breakdown and, and things like that once the series actually goes live on Netflix. Um, so mm. if you guys are interested in that, then, you know, let us know over social media or get in touch with us, tweet us, um, send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Um, and that may be something that, that we can do. Um, Alf, you know, well, you know you're on board already. You ain't got a choice. So <laughs> whether you like it or not, you're coming. Um, but yeah, that's something that, that we definitely like to do. So um, yeah, let us know your thoughts, listeners. Um, let us know what you think about that. And we, we can definitely make that happen. All right, cool. Well, we've got to the part of the show now where um, we're going to try and learn a little bit more about the Mank Geek. Uh, so we've got some questions here that have been prepared for him. Now, the idea is to try and get a set of sense of the, the kind of things that he's a fan of. Uh, so for those of you who are listening to the show for the first time, maybe, and don't know who he is and, and kind of what he's about, um, hopefully you'll get a better sense of that with these questions. Now, some of these questions are going to be really easy for him to answer, to be honest. So don't be surprised if he, if he does it straight away. Um, some of them he might need to think about a little bit because they might be things where he's going to have to make a choice. So, Alvin, you're going to have to step into the dock, sir. Um, mm. Richard and myself have uh, prepared our seats. Uh, if you can imagine, <laughs> we're in a courtroom right now. So, um, Richard uh, is in his judge's chair, so am I. Um, and Alvin is in the dock. So, Alvin, you ready? Yeah, I'm actually a little bit nervous, isn't it? Pressure. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, no, you know, not to not to apply any more pressure, but think of it like this: if you were in America, you'd already be guilty. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yes. <laughs> very true. Very true, mate. <laughs> All right, man. Well, um, what we'll do is, as I said, we've got these questions lined up for you. So, um, Rich, do you want to ask Alvin the first question? Okay. All right. So, when was the first time you realized you were a massive geek? Oh, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. I just had to think about that for a second. The first time I realized I was a massive geek was probably when I was about 16, 17, just because you're kind of watching like various science fiction and stuff like that. It's not really, it wasn't really a problem for anyone. You know what I mean? Like, playing video games and that as well and stuff and like 
Me and friends used to hang out and just like play loads of Tekken and stuff like that. So no one ever, it didn't really f seem like anything I was doing was ever that weird because I was around people who did the same kind of crap as me. Uh, it was only when I got to college where everyone started growing up and I didn't. Um, so so like, I remember like I had a friend who, who, who told me like, because I, I, I went to see Spider-Man like five times the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Um, because I thought it was a good movie and like there's different people that I knew that would see it so I went I went about five times and I remember a friend telling me like oh you need to stop like being into all this stuff you're like you're like 17 now like grow up and that and that's the moment when I just went yeah you don't you don't get it you know what I mean you just you just kind of don't understand so yeah around 17 it's probably when I finally went yeah this isn't for everyone kind of and like some people just don't get it cool fair enough that's fair right. enough uh -huh. Judge Richard, you happy with that answer? Yeah, I'm happy with that, yeah. Cool, all right. Well, we'll move on to the next question then, Alf. This one is more of a philosophical question. So it's, um, if you can put yourself back into your uni days, um, this would be like the, um, the philosophical title which you would debate in debate class. So the question is, what if Han didn't shoot first? And the answer to that would be whatever springs to mind from that statement so go he'd be fucking dead <laughs> that's what Greedo would have shot him he'd be fucking dead and then they would have been waiting there at docking bay 94 and then fucking i don't know maybe like tree would have found out he died went on a rampage to try and get Greedo back oh no actually Greedo would have met him anyway with jabba so maybe there'll be a shootout like there was previously but instead of stormtroopers with like jabba and his his henchmen um, but that's only if you're watching a special edition. I guess if it was the normal theatrical version, then then that wouldn't be there. But I reckon Chewie would have just flown them to uh, to Alderaan, and then the story would have continued as normal. But then Leia wouldn't have had Kylo Ren as a as a baby, Ben Solo. So yeah, the whole trilogy would be, would be uh, the whole saga would be fucked up from that point onwards. <laughs> Uh, there you go, listeners. Amazing how much information you can get from a simple <laughs> philosophical question. <laughs> um, Rich, did you want to add anything? Yeah, I, in my version, Chewie actually would have ended up with Leia. So Kylo would have <laughs> been around. Just you know, he's a different Kylo. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Kylo as a half Wookiee baby? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like Teen Wolf or something. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to say Teen Wolf, I mean a 1980 whatever original, not yeah, this fucking Michael new Michael J. Fox's shit. Teen yeah. Wolf, not the crappy CW version that we've got now. I'm yeah. sorry, Teen Wolf fans, if I offended you. You <laughs> need to watch the Michael J. Fox version of Teen Wolf. That is the definitive Teen Wolf. All right. <laughs> cool. Um, Rich, you want to grab the next question? Yeah. Uh, one must go rogue one or empire strikes back son of a bitch really <laughs> Fuck. all right all right all right and i've got to say why one goes and one stays yeah. there yeah yeah obviously <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. all right all right <laughs> jesus okay all right if one's if one's gonna have to go just it's gonna be have it's gonna have to be it's, oh, damn it it's gonna have to be Rogue One if I had to get rid of one out of the two. I don't even I fucking love Rogue One like I, I've seen the movie fucking four times 
you know what I mean? And I was there at midnight and I fucking loved it. It was great. But I, the original, like, for me, Rogue One beats Return of the Jedi just, just because obviously Return of the Jedi is like old school and it's been around for ages and it's stood the test of time. But it's kind of boring, you know what I mean? That was the first Star Wars movie I ever saw as a kid and like, I didn't even sit down and watch it properly. It was boring to me. So Rogue One beats that, but it doesn't beat Empire. You know what I mean? It, it can't beat Empire Strikes Back because that was like, that is such a weird movie a lot of things in it shouldn't work, but they do. So it doesn't have a normal beginning and an end. Your largest battle is at the fucking beginning of the film on Hoth. Mm. Shouldn't work. But the reason why it does is because we get like a personal kind of battle at the end, or a battle that turns out to be not only personal, but means so much more than, than we fucking realized when there's a big reveal. And it's just so masterfully done. Told about that spoiler previously before watching the trilogy i didn't i didn't know it was coming because when obi-wan says you know i knew your father blah blah darth vader he betrayed the jedi da, 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 and all this very stupidly and thought my friend was telling a lie so when i saw empire I was actually shocked at that point where we get the reveal so i, ha I have to keep empire i can't not keep empire empire is like come on man the asteroid belt and all that business darth vader choking motherfuckers out left right and center Fucking Hoth is fucking great. All the shit with the Tauntaun, the Wampa Ice creature, fucking Ichutta and all that business. Fucking Cloud City and Lando is fucking. I love the Empire Strikes Back. I can't. I'm getting rid of Rogue One. Is like a newborn child, but like it's it's so good. But no, I have to keep Empire and I have to get rid of Rogue One, even though I love Rogue One. But I I love Empire more. Jesus, I could I could hear in your voice that was a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> um, Judge Richard, anything to add? Oh yeah, easily. Like like the way how you've just broken it down just reminds me of the reason why. Um, like you keep on saying, you know, for like Empire Strikes Back, good movie. Like like I've always said, like Empire Strikes Back is not a movie; it's a film. Movie Empire Strikes Back is is a film. And just you just let me like even when you just naming like the planets and things like that. As much as it was good in uh, in Rogue One, it just it just doesn't touch Empire Strikes Back. It yeah. doesn't that uh, you know count. Yeah, you, you're quitted. You're free. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, well, he's he's not out. I've <laughs> got some more questions. <laughs> he's not out yet. Um, okay, this one you you might find a bit easier. Um, which crappy character do you secretly love? Um, and can there's this no be... restrictions on that. No, okay, any, <clears throat> any character. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so the the character, crappy character that I secretly love. Um, fuck it. It's kind of embarrassing. But oh, 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 oh. so 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 to interrupt. Like, so sorry to be rude. But this crappy character that you love so much, you have to post him up on your Instagram tomorrow on your social media. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. I've <laughs> I've mentioned this character on my, on my, on my well, not on my Instagram, on my Twitter before. And like big double okay. character, but um, <laughs> fucking all right. So you guys have seen Gotham in it. Mm -hmm. So oh. <laughs> the character <laughs> that, I, <laughs> that I enjoy, and it's like it's weird because I know that it's not particularly a great character, but I still enjoy seeing them just because the character's like pantomime kind of. You know what I mean? Is um is Fish Mooney, Jade Pinkett Smith. <laughs> 
is Fish Mooney. I actually like the character, but I know it's not that great of a character, wow. but I actually like it. Because when she comes out, with she says just like the most like stupid things. And it's just everything's just super over the top and just weird. And it's just like, what the fuck? But I can't not. For some reason, I enjoy it at the same time as uh, as kind of not enjoying it. And I know it's she's not the greatest of characters, but but yeah, I'd have to say Fish Mooney from uh, from Gotham. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow, I'm not embarrassed, man. I'm not embarrassed I mean, at all. Well, listen, I mean, Jada. I had a massive crush on Jada Pinkett Smith when I was, um, you know, in my late teens. So, boy, uh, from that point of view, I I, I get it, but. Fish Mooney is a character. Jesus, <laughs> hang your head in shame, man. Uh, uh, judge, no, judge Richard, no. please, like, bring some order to this. <laughs> oh man, like, from what I've seen of it, like, you're not the first person to say that they actually enjoy her, but they've all said that you know she's she's hammy as she's as hammy as a gam, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and um, I feel sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're going to the. Yeah, I think for that thing, you, you'd have to go to the gallows, mate. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Can't help it, man. Look, when she, uh, when I thought, when well, when it appeared as though she croaked it at the end of uh, season one or whenever it was, I was a little bit disappointed just because I thought she brought some flair to it. In it you know what I mean? Without her, the show kind of. Would have kind of been boring. I'm not even gonna lie. It kind of, it kind of would have. But uh, yeah, I like, um, I like seeing fish. Boy, well, listeners, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Then, <laughs> <Sam>. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Alvin, you still got two more questions. It's my spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> you've got two more questions to go, so you've got a chance to earn yourself some redemption here. Cool. So, um, Rich, do you want to get the second to last question for him? Yeah, okay. If you could play only one game from now until you die, which would it be? Mm, okay, all right. <clears throat> Can I ask you guys a question, though? Which game are you expecting me to say? Uh, none, sir. None. This is this is, this yeah. is a court of law. We have no expectations. It, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> make sense. Like, we could tell you, then you're going to go and say it. All like, right, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> are you, what are you, some kind of Jedi? Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because I've got two, but but nah, no, I can only select one. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to select. Do you want me to tell you what the second one would have been? Nope. You can, no, 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 it's all right. You can, you can mention your honourable mention, but just don't take too long with it. Okay, okay so right. the honourable mention is going to be Halo Combat Evolved just because that... Like, I remember seeing that game and like going around to a mate's house and not being that impressed and then actually playing the thing and being like, holy fuck, like, what the hell? Like, and then, yeah, Halo Combat Evolved. I've played it so many times and it's just... It's just if you don't like first-person shooters, it's a first-person first shooter you play in order to then like first-person shooters and the story's great. And it was just the beginning of a wicked trilogy. So uh, Halo Combat Evolved is my honourable mention. But now the game that I'd, I could play for, the, for like literally till the end of time uh, is the first game I ever completed, uh, which is Super Mario Land on the uh, on the Game Boy Pocket. Uh, I got that game when I was in my in my early teens, and and yeah, man, it was just the first game I completed. I remember not getting that far in it. And then, you know, every time I played it, got a bit further, got a bit further, got a bit further. And then I just remember just one day 
hour just getting through all the levels and then fucking completing it and then just the fucking the, the emotion the joy of like completing my first ever bloody video game it was just like fuck i, I felt I felt, I felt a sense of achievement although it means nothing in the grand scheme of the universe like to me it was just it was just this wicked achievement so because of that and the nostalgia of it i could i could play that game forever and it's a wicked platformer as well um so so yeah that's 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 gonna be have to be the game that i could play today in time because it's really fun i tried to play it recently though but i couldn't um couldn't get that far because the game boy pocket screen is a bit it's a bit fuzzy and i don't remember it being that fuzzy i don't know if it's yeah. the old in the game boy pocket or not but yeah super mario land is is a classic to me Okay, fair enough. Okay. Interesting, Ooh. interesting answer. Um, Judge Rich, anything to add? Yeah, no, no, no definitely, definitely. Uh, that, that was a really good answer. Mm, mm, indeed, indeed, I agree. All right, last question, Alvin. Um, <laughs> and you're going to be put on the spot again. Oh, I really? Your answer might be easy for this one, actually. So the question is, one must go, the Marvel Universe or the Star Wars Universe? Which <laughs> What the fuck? What the hell is wrong hey, with Alvin. you guys? Hey, hey, Alvin, Alvin, remember when you rode me what? really, really hard last week? <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was a question. <laughs> just letting you know. I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> One must go. Marvel Universe and the Star Wars Universe. <sighs> fuck. Come on, guys. Ah, okay. <clears throat> You know what's fucked up? I have a connection, like a pretty deep connection to both. Like I can remember the moments when, like interacting with those specific universes and like just filling me with wonder. Does this include like all the cartoons as well for like Marvel? Yep, it's it's the universe, buddy. Yep. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so universe, everything yeah, Marvel ever. Uh huh. Anything Marvel ever? Anything Star Wars ever? That's, that's including expanded universe. You son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 Oh fucking hell! <laughs> I'm trying to justify one of the room ahead. Oh, this is fucked up. Um, I'm not honestly. I don't know. If I, can, I don't know if I can answer it. I have to pick one, don't I? I'm afraid you do. I love how you said that without any like fucking sympathy whatsoever. Ain't no love out here. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm actually like, okay, right. I think I've got it. <clears throat> so, yeah, before like before before kind of Star Wars for me, there was. You know, dipping my toe into like X Men and stuff like that, and like uh, a few Iron Mans here and there. Obviously, Spider Man the animated series. Um, I did watch Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four a few times, uh, and even the Iron Man cartoon as well um, back in the nineties. Um, fucking hell! Are you crying? <laughs> it's a hard question. <laughs> So, like, you know, I have, I do have, like, kind of a connection to Marvel. It's kind of like, you know, you're aware of, like, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and all that kind of business, but exposure to kind of Marvel stuff, you know what I mean? That's, like, fucking hell. So, so yeah, I learned a lot from those cartoons, like, 
of various characters and whatnot, like Daredevil and stuff like that, when he appeared in like Spider Man. Oh, yeah, there's that Hulk cartoon as well, but I didn't watch that often. But yeah, no, nah, I, I love like I like Marvel. Like I'd rather buy a Marvel comic than a DC comic. Not at the moment though, with Marvel being a bit dodgy at the moment in the comics. But fuck, man, it's just given me so much kind of entertainment over the years. But Star Wars is fucking king. Like you know that. It's it's the film. It's a movie series that kind of fucking like changed everything for me. Like that made me see things in like a completely different light. And to get ugh, man, like I've never been to see a Marvel movie at midnight. You know what I mean? I've always gone, oh fuck it, I can just see it the next day anyway. Whereas for Star Wars, like I fucking have to be there. You know what I mean? So. If I had to get rid of either Star Wars or Marvel, I'd have to get rid of. I'd have to get rid of Marvel. I'd have to. I'd, I'll just have to get rid of Marvel. I, I like. I can't like. It's 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 fucking nuts. But like, I'd have to get rid of Marvel just because. I mean, yes, the prequels are shit. Blah blah blah. Although the stories are good, they're not told in the best way. You know, now's like now's like a new time for Star Wars, and there's so much more kind of original content on the way. Like, you know, Clone Wars was original content because none of that stuff is in the movies, and that was a great series. You know what I mean? Especially like after the second season, where you see people get shot in the face and all this kind of business. And you know, you got Star Wars Rebels, which is getting really good now as well, which I like it a lot more. And like I said, you got all these new films coming out as well, which which are pretty good so far. And uh, shit, yeah. And we had legends, I, although I didn't get to exposed to a lot of legends. For other fans, that's been great. And like I said, there's new content on the way, and there's the Marvel comics at the moment. Wait, what? what would Marvel comics still? Wait, who would be doing the Star Wars comics now then, <laughs> if Marvel didn't exist? Because that's kind of a contradiction. That's like an anomaly. Because start uh, they do well, Star well, Wars let's, comics. Let's for the for the sake of argument, let's assume it's somebody like Dark Horse or IDW who's doing it. All right. So yeah, on yeah, although... yeah Dark Horse, we had the franchise anyway. We had yeah. the franchise first okay, or okay. second, should I say? Yeah. All right. So, so yeah. So although there's like um. Although I've not like been super excited for like the new comics and stuff, I mean the kind of, the main meat, the fucking the main meal is the fucking is is the movies and that you know what I mean like all the other shit is just like some vegetables that I can just move to the side if I'm not really bothered about. So and the fact that you know I paid good money to fucking go abroad late in this year to fucking celebration, I've, I've got yeah Star Wars, save Star Wars. Get unfortunately get rid of Marvel, even though I love it a lot and it's been part of my life for a long time yeah yeah that's the choice i'm going for that was fucking hard man you cast off baby marvel poor baby marvel i had to i had to <laughs> and i look and see stanley's angry at me the dingoes are gonna I know. eat you <laughs> i'm sorry but yes yeah, that was man come on man george lucas and his turkey neck come on <laughs> well judge richard what do you think well, the thing is, the thing about a question like this, there's actually no wrong or, or wrong or right answer. That's no, the thing. Uh, it's not designed to be any. I'm not surprised. Right answers. It's, yeah, it's just entirely uh, how you feel about it, really. Yeah, uh, to tell you, if I actually thought you would choose Star Wars anyway, because I know, I know you're into it like that. 
I'm not surprised, but um, yeah, I could definitely hear the passion uh, and the <laughs> love that, hard, that, 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 you have, that you have for it, man. You guys made it you're, seem You're going to sleep good tonight, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I kind of feel like I've betrayed Marvel a little bit. I kind of feel sick. <laughs> what I'm going to do, I'm going to have to burn all my Marvel stuff and just like, just never read Marvel again because I've betrayed Kevin Feige so hard. Yeah, yeah. You know Stanley sitting down somewhere yeah. in a rocking chair, just like... I'll <laughs> 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 He turned it just like all the others. Well, true believers. <laughs> I can never well, true believers. That's again. another one gone. <laughs> oh, man, I feel so bad. Well, Alvin, you've so come you through Portland and you've come out on the other side. I feel like I've insulted a family member. Done it. <laughs> well, you're going to have to live with that, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, now it's recorded as well, damn it. <laughs> you're just, you're just going to get no invites to um, family dinners anymore. That's the way it is, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel so bad. You're the black sheep of the family. Hey, in fact, you know what? Do you, do you want to know what we would choose? You know what we would have chosen? What? I know you do. You're never going to know. <laughs> I was going to say, I ain't telling you. <laughs> Jokers. Jokers. You enjoying it too much, man. Oh, dear. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Well, um, thank you, Alvin, for being honest and opening yourself up and putting Boys. yourself in stress <laughs> for the sake ah, of entertainment. Sweating. <laughs> You could go and mop your brow if you <laughs> But no, thanks for that, man. That was um that was really cool. And hopefully you listeners as I said have, have got a bit of a sense of uh, the kind of geek that Big A is and what he's all about, man, after that. So um next week it's my turn and I'm not looking forward to it because I know these two are gonna kill me. Uh we don't <laughs> prepare the questions. Um I don't get to see the questions anyway, and, and nobody who we've interviewed so far has, has been able to see the questions. So it's pretty much whatever their first gut instinct is, is is the answer that they give. So you saw that with Richard last week. You've seen that with Alvin this week. So hopefully next week, um, when it comes around to me, I'll, I'll be able to do the same. But I said, I'm really not looking forward to it because I know these two are devious and they're going to put me in the spot badly. As long as there's nothing to do with Michael Bay's Transformers in there, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, before we come to the end of the podcast, uh, I just wanted to let you guys know a few things. We've been doing some stuff uh, recently on our Instagram page. If you're not following us on Instagram, why are you not following us? We're always posting stuff on there. It's always funny. It's always entertaining. At the very least, it'll put a half a smile on your face on a moody work morning. So go and check us out on Instagram, man. Please do. But um, we started something new, which is going to be called the Geek Question of the Week, and we started it off uh, this week. We started off today, in fact, um, whereby we'll be posting up memes with a question on there, and we want you guys to answer the question as, as honestly as you can do, as much as um, Alvin did. Um, and, you know, let's have a bit of fun and get to know each other. So this week's question uh, I posted up was, uh, you've been kidnapped by the... But the last person you saw on a TV show is trying to rescue you. Who is rescuing you? So we've got some quite diverse answers, as you would imagine. Um, some of them are actually really cool. Some of them are just funny as hell. <laughs> so I'll run through the answers quickly. But firstly, um, Rich, I know you did answer. You said Voltron, right? Yep, that's correct. Yep, so you're safe then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Provided they don't like, accidentally step on top of the building that you're in or something like that, then... Yeah, you're all um, Okay, so some of the answers we've got here, I'm going to do some big ups for the people who responded. So uh, Michael, big up. Uh, he said Sam and Dean Winchester from Supernatural. I thought that was a good answer. 
Um, Colleen said Steve McGarrett from Hawaii Five-0. <laughs> okay. They still uh, make that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, still. man. 105th episode, I think, was this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, oh. I believe so. Yeah. 50th even, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. sorry. Yeah, 150th episode, yeah. yeah. Um, who else did we get? Okay. Uh, Jane, big up yourself, Jane. She said the cast of My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. Yeah, you're dead. Um, <laughs> but she'll be fed well <laughs> she'll be fed <laughs> um, Anka said Lewis Lit um, Harvey Specter or Mike the Liar I don't know any of those characters I don't know who they are so sorry Anks. Um Jonathan said Nick Sabotka <laughs> from The Wire season 2 um, if you know The Wire you know Nick Sabotka is a junkie liar who can't be trusted so yeah Jonathan's dead um, Mayamada, the guys from Mayamada said uh, they were watching Cowboy Bebop, so they're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Central said Edie and Patsy from Absolutely Fabulous, you're finished. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't even coming out their house. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, Yellow Rage Attack said Goku and Vegeta. Um, Coco Brit said Peter Griffin, yeah, you're finished as well. Um, <laughs> Krimpog said Dirk Gently. Uh, might find you eventually. Whether we'll find you in time, I don't know. But um, And Glenn from Glenn and her podcast said Ice Tea from Law and Order. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. I think you're dead from him being a bad actor and you're dead from him being a shit rapper. Like, damn, like, you're just dead, dead. <laughs> Double dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put up uh, Lieutenant Joe Kender from the documentary series Homicide Hunter, which is on um, in the UK. It's on uh, the CI network, Crime Investigation Network. Um, now that sounds good on paper, but bear in mind he's a homicide detective, so the only reason he'd get the call is because I'm already dead. So that's kind of useless. So yeah, I'm dead too. Um, so Alvin, to you because we didn't get an answer. Um, who would be coming for you? You know, my first thought was. Uh, you know, what? I'm going to go with my first thought. Yeah, actually, I'll tell you both of mine. So my first thought was Michael Knight. Mm-hmm. And then my second thought was Buffy. Okay, but when you're watching a show, it has to be the Lush TV show. Oh, it has to be the Lush show I actually watched. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's right. Okay. And luckily for me, I've fucking saved then because the last show I fucking watched was Samurai Jack. <laughs> I'm fucking saved. You know I'm saved. Uh, jabby kit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Alvin, you're safe then. Yeah, <laughs> well, cool. That was a lot of fun. So um as said, we'll be doing this uh, weekly going forward. So Richard and myself and Alvin will try and devise um some more questions like that that we'll put out there for you on social media. Um, and you guys come and get involved with us, man. Um, as I said, follow us on Instagram at Wulong Talks. Uh, both myself and Richard are, are on there, so one of us will, will pick up your message and we'll read it out on the podcast um, and we'll have a bit of fun. So, yeah, man, do that, definitely. All right. Uh, I think that's going to be it for tonight, man. We've we've kind of pretty much covered everything. Uh, Alvin, was there anything new going on with uh, Blue Milk at the moment? Uh, no, I'm still in the process of doing um, the video that I was doing last week. Actually, I just need to finish it off. Uh, and it might, might it, depending on whether it can be bothered or not, it might be up this weekend. Um, but I'll probably just do a little a little quick thing about shooting a hand solo. But it, it probably it won't, be, it won't be that good. But the, the main video coming up is, is kind of dumb. But yeah, yeah, you should enjoy it still. But yeah, it should be up soon. 
Cool. And Rich, anything else um, that you're working on or you wanted to recommend this week or anybody you wanted to shout out? You should be getting some reviews on a couple of the films that I mentioned that I watched. One of them is going to be Morris from America. Uh, and I'm sure there was another review I was meant to be doing as well. Oh, no. I know, yeah. And like a little info on uh, who, the, who the F is, Iron Fist. Um, shout out. I want to give a shout out to my friend Emmanuel and his friend Shango Pola. Uh, and they're currently doing a, a one-page comic. Uh, so there's basically each page is uh, a comic told in uh, X amount of panels, but on that one page. And, uh, and then there's a, and each comic or one-page comic is based on a particular colour. And then there's a, a story behind it. Um, yeah, so if you, you can find them on Instagram, so uh, and they're on Facebook as well, uh, go give it a look and, and, and show some love, man. It's, 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 worth, it's worth having a quick read. Cool, cool. Yeah, that sounds interesting, man. Yeah, I, I did have a look at some of the stuff on Instagram this says, and it, it really is an interesting concept that they've got going there. So I would recommend you go and check them out um, to kind of have a look at what they're doing. It's a really, really nice thing that's bubbling under there. Um, okay, and I think that's it, really. As I said, I'll, I'll put up some reviews this week for some of the movies uh, that I watch. So if you don't know already, we, we already have a blog and a website where you can check out like reviews and different articles. Uh, the Iron Fist piece that Richard is going to do for, for those who don't know too much about Iron Fist, the character, um, he's going to do that and post it up on there. So you can go and check that out. Um, and as I said, well, I'll have the movie reviews up this week as well at some point. Uh, the web address, if you want to go and visit us, is www.wulongtalks.com. So I said, just pop that in your search bar and then you can find us on there. Um, also, this podcast is going to be going on our iTunes and our Stitcher. So if you like iTunes, if you like Stitcher, please subscribe to us over there. Um, and with iTunes as well, you can leave us a rating um, as well, which, which really helps because it helps other people find us and, and get to know a bit more about us. So um, if you do listen to us regularly and want to leave a rating behind, then please do leave a rating behind. That, that really is a great help. Okay, I think that's it from me. Um, guys, well, let's knock this one on the head, man. Um, Alvin, do you want to let people know where they can find you? Yeah, you can get me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, at BigA85GL. Wicked. Um, Rich, let people know where they can find you. Yeah, on Instagram, uh, Rich Reviews, and, uh, and also, uh, like Jay mentioned earlier, uh, Wulong Talks, and then on Twitter, uh, Rich Reviews again, and then on the website, uh, com. Yep, yep. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Wulong Talks as well. I'm usually the one tweeting there, so you can always um, come and tweet me if you fancy that. Um, we've got a Facebook page as well, so please make sure you pop along there if you prefer Facebook, because all of our stuff gets added to that page. Um, automatically as well so you can check that out if you're a Facebook user all right well it's good night from me so I'm gonna go kick out and eat my calzone because my stomach is eating itself right now and calzone is just the best so I'm gonna say good night so good night from me uh, I'll say good night my peeps Richard say good night good night all right and we're out see you next week people <laughs>